Welcome to What's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be touching on a few things in the Suzanne Morphew case. Recently, there was a segment on the Dr. Oz show featuring Nancy Grace. There were also letters written by Suzanne to Barry, and Barry talked about that in an interview. Interestingly, Barry still isn't granting permission for him to be recorded. I'm also going to talk about the baby blue bike helmet in this video, and it's very important. But before I get started, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, hit that notification bell to all, so that you can be notified of my next upcoming videos and my live streams. There's going to be a lot of them. Please give this video a like, and please share this out where you can. Now, let's get into it. First, let's talk quickly about the Dr. Oz show with Nancy Grace. Nancy says she finds it disturbing that Barry isn't the one that's leading the search, and she says she makes note of that. She said it's quite the coincidence that the same time the girls went on a camping trip, it's the same weekend that Suzanne happens to go bike riding and disappears. And I do agree with her in that statement. Now, if you know the exact date that the girls went on this camping trip, can you please put it in the comments below? I am trying to find out this information. I'd like to know the day they actually left to go camping. So Nancy went on to talk about Barry believing the mountain lion theory and how it doesn't jive with the evidence. I did do a video on the mountain lion theory and you can see that right here or in the description below this video. Now, Nancy said that she talked to forensic anthropologists and medical examiners and wilderness experts. She said if someone was attacked, an animal typically drags the body 50 to 450 feet away and then they start eating. She said that there would be a drag trail, belongings, ripped up clothing, there would be evidence of an animal attack, and it doesn't exist in this case. Now remember, we saw Barry talk about how it rained that day and that the tracks got messed up when he was talking about the mountain lion theory. We also saw how he talked about the abduction theory and he didn't talk about the rain messing the tracks up at that point in the abduction theory. He talked about how the authorities actually messed it up. Actually, he used the word covered and then corrected himself. And Nancy also said that she learned that according to sources, Barry was the first person to ask where her bike was. And she talked about the dent to the fender and it was upside down when the bike was found. And I'm gonna do another video on this because Barry seems to be leading the way and really right from the get-go, so stay tuned for that. Now, Nancy then talked about the trip that was made the 150 miles away to Broomfield. She talked about how there was a discrepancy in time, saying that Barry said he left Suzanne sleeping peacefully at 5 a.m. that morning, but he was trying to assemble a crew and texting them from the road at 4 a.m. She said that the timeline is very disturbing to her. I think we all could agree at this point. Then she went on to describe the hotel and said it was a wreck. There was wet towels, heavy stench of chlorine. The hotel does not clean the rooms with chlorine, she said. She asks, why the heavy smell then? And she also reported that there were reports that the Morphew home had a heavy smell of cleaner as well. We did hear that from Andy Mormon. She ends by saying, I think the evidence looks bad for him right now, but he's not charged and he's not been named a suspect or person of interest formally. She also said, if it's not him, you gotta figure out who is it. 
well, we know it's not the mountain lion. And then there was an interview done with CBS4 with Barry. And in true Barry style, he was now willing to give an interview, but not have it recorded. It was said he did it in the house, no cameras. And again, here we see it being controlled like his 25 second video. And as I said before, Barry likes to be in control. He likes to be in charge. And my belief, he likes to be meticulous. I wouldn't doubt if he asked to see this article before it was out and he controlled what the words were as well. Since I've been connecting the dots, it shows how Barry likes to control the narrative. I don't doubt this here at all, one bit. So the article says CBS4 sat down with him at the house on Sunday with no cameras. He wanted to share his side of the story. And in that article, it also said that Barry believes his wife was abducted and spent months scouring the land around their home. Barry said that Suzanne would stop to help anyone in need and that's part of the reason he believes she was abducted. He also talked about the house being up for sale. Barry said part of the decision to list it was due to what he believes happened to her. He also said that the daughters are terrified to return to the house and that they have been renting a home nearby for the last several weeks. And he says he has another reason as well, that he felt the need to list the home due to the extensive media coverage and saying he has been recorded against his will and had curious strangers wander on his property. So the short answer is he believes Suzanne's been abducted, Part of the reason is because she's so willing to help others and partly because of what happened. He listed the house for sale and that the daughters are scared to come to the house and because there's so much media coverage and being recorded against his will and had curious strangers, that's why he's listing the house. So he has several reasons. I do wanna say one thing though. Those curious strangers on the property were from the search that was organized by Andy looking for Suzanne, you know, the one where Barry didn't participate in. That's also the one where he was setting up trail cams and had a rifle on his back. That one. It's also the one where he could have used his tracking skills, and he's known to be an expert tracker, and put them to good use to find his missing wife of 26 years, but instead he chose not to, and because, well, he's been there, done that, and maybe he's done his 25 second search like his 25 second video. Now, if you haven't seen my triangle theory, I encourage you to go see it right here. If you have seen it, you remember that I talked a little bit about the house being sold and how I believe that the reason perhaps Barry decided to put the house for sale is maybe things were getting a little too hot and Andy was getting a little too close to comfort and finding Suzanne. And as I said in my triangle theory, and really Barry said, a triangle that perhaps maybe Suzanne is closer than we think like I said you can also check out that video in the description below or I'll have it at the end of this video so in the article it did mention Andy and it said that he has been his biggest critic even implicating him in her disappearance now Andy said he really hopes that Barry's not responsible for her disappearance but he also said based on his behaviors it doesn't look good and then Barry gave a reason why he didn't join the search. He said it was because he had already spent months doing the same with close friends. He no longer believes she's in the area. 
He also added that Andy never reached out to him directly about the search despite repeated attempts to contact him personally. This actually, this one paragraph really reminds me of Letitia Stout in the Gannon Stout case where um, she was saying, search, 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 where am I going to search? When it was talking about Gannon, she didn't participate in the search. And Barry says here, he said it was because he had already spent months doing the same with close friends. He no longer believes she's in the area. Now, he does not get a hall pass with me on this one, that's for sure. He said he didn't join the search because he already spent months doing the same with close friends. Let's dissect that a little bit. This is very interesting, and I have to bring it up because May 10th was the date that she was reported missing. June 1st, he said he already covered the 200-mile radius already. So was it months that he searched or three weeks, even though it's virtually impossible for him to search all of the state of Colorado in three weeks, in my opinion. We do know he likes to exaggerate though, especially with his buddy doing 400 tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. Barry said he already spent the time covering that area. So what, why bother doing another search? Is that what you're saying, Barry Morphew? Why bother? Oh wait though, you also said it doesn't hurt to retrace searches. Your words, although you didn't say it doesn't hurt to retrace your steps, you said retrace searches. So I guess you're done looking then, right? So you're saying it doesn't hurt to retrace your search, but then it says you're done doing it because you've already been there, done that. So are you done? Is that what you're saying? Oh well, Suzanne's missing. Oh Suzanne, I thought you wanted her back so bad. But I realize you wouldn't want to retrace your steps because that would mean a lot different to you, wouldn't it? Barry goes on to say that his brother-in-law hasn't cared to reach out to his sister in the past and questioned his motives. He says, I've spent many nights Suzanne crying on my shoulder asking why her siblings refused to show her love. Here is very interesting again, and it's because... I see one quote so far in the entire article. I find it fascinating. This actually strengthens my hunch that Barry had a little look-see to see if it was okay to go out before the reporter put it out. Wouldn't want to have any Letitia or CW moments. All these theories on how um, Gannon is dead, and that's what they're saying. So I'm like, why are you saying Gannon is dead? He is not dead. We are going to find Gannon. I was in my truck. I didn't like load anything into my truck besides my tools, my container, my book bag, my water jug, my lunchbox. So we've searched a 200 mile radius. What? Really? All of the mountains have been covered so far, but obviously we're going to miss things. And interestingly, the only quote that was put in there was the one directed at Andy. Then, apparently, Barry broke down as he talked about all that they had been through and the love they shared together. Now, he shared a letter that was from Suzanne, written to him in February for Valentine's Day, and it's the last note that he got from her. And it says, Just want you to know my life would be nothing without your love and the excitement you bring to our marriage and my life. All my love, Suzanne. 
there's also another letter that talks about remembering their first kiss, their long talks, the day that Barry asked her to marry him, and then she says she remembers her wedding day and you made me feel so beautiful. And she goes on to talk about that. I'm sure you've heard this already. She says, I remember the first kiss you gave me at my front door. I remember our long talks in the dark on the golf course between the third tee and the green. I remember the day you asked me to marry you. You gave me flowers in Castleton. I remember the day you held me when I just found out I had cancer. I remember our wedding day and the way you made me feel so beautiful. I remember the days our girls were born and you were right there to hold my hand and rub my back and encourage me through the pain. I remember the February nights you held me in 2013 when I was was so sick and couldn't sleep. I remember all the beautiful and difficult times we had, so many. Through each one, I know our love has grown stronger. You are my love forever. So no doubt that these are heartfelt letters to Barry. And Barry, just so you know though, I'm actually now crossing off the theory that Suzanne just walked away because I believe now she'd actually leave a letter if she just left. So Thank you for bringing these notes out. We just narrowed down the theories a little further. So now it looks like Barry is doing these barrage of interviews to defend himself. He's kept quiet for quite some time and only in the recent couple months has he started to speak, not recorded. And August is really when he started speaking out just after I believe their anniversary. And we see Barry doing a campaign now to protect himself and his character. He's basically saying, here, see, Suzanne loved me. Look at these letters. See how much she loved me? But hey, Barry, where's the proof that you love her? Where are your letters? Where's your card? What'd you get her for Mother's Day? What did you have planned for Mother's Day before your last minute trip to Denver? Hey, Bear Bear? Then the article says, Barry says he still clings to hope and has faith she is alive somewhere. And it also says, he says to help the investigation, he opened his home and property to investigators, as well as cell phone records and computers. Side note, it makes it sound like he just opened it up for them to walk in. My understanding is there was a search warrant for that. So, he said he has sat through countless days of interrogations and despite media reports, he does not have a lawyer. So again, interesting, barely any quotes of Barry's actual words. I mean, barely. And I'd love to know how long of an interview this actually was. And I'm leaning even more now that he controlled what the reporter could even quote and say in the article, I am betting on it. Now let's talk about the baby blue bike helmet. In the Dr. Oz show, Dr. Oz talked about how they found Suzanne's bike helmet a few days later after Suzanne was reported missing. No one really knew what exactly the item was until on this show. And this is so very important for a few reasons. If you saw my previous videos, you saw where I bring up about the point where Barry calls it an article that was found and the authorities called it a personal item or items. I did question if it was something that Suzanne would wear because of the word article that Barry uses. And here we are finding out that it was her helmet, which is an article, which is what she would be wearing. Very interesting, but not surprising. And I am not one bit surprised that it's the helmet that they found, not even a little bit, because the helmet is part of the abduction theory. 
And you see, Suzanne was reported missing on Sunday, right? By Monday, Andy questioned Barry about the mountain lion theory. And he said no way an animal got her and authorities ruled it out quite quickly as well. Now by Tuesday, that theory switched. I talked about that in my abduction theory video because Barry was offering a reward. And that same day, he was looking over the bluffs and lying on the ground. By that Tuesday evening, he was at Poncha Market looking in a trash can for guess what? Yup, a baby blue bike helmet. And boom, by Thursday, Friday, lo and behold, they find the almighty baby blue bike helmet. And just think about this for a second. There could be a variety of reasons that Suzanne disappeared, right? We could name off a few or five. A mountain lion, abduction, Suzanne walked away, hit and run, and Barry did it. Well, the mountain lion was ruled out. And if it was a mountain lion, what was it going to do? Take her, drag her and go, ooh, this helmet tastes gross. I'm just going to take it off and set it out on the ground on the highway. No. Mountain lion theory, X'd out. What about Suzanne walking away? Well, what'd she do? Get fed up, threw her bike down the hill, walked on the road, took her helmet off and said, screw it, I'm hitchhiking? Mm, no. Hit and run? Mm, no. Abduction? Okay, if somebody abducted her, bike could have gone down the hill, right? And Suzanne's very kind and caring and yep, could be. But then what? The abductor drove down the road and said, take off your bike helmet or took it off and then just chucked it out, right? No. Or what? Suzanne had access to the window. Instead of jumping out, she just chucked out the helmet. Like this is, I mean, really. So what does that potentially leave us with? Right. If it was Barry, then the evidence. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Was likely planted. And in my opinion. And that's why I believe no description of the bike because there wasn't the bike involved. The only thing that was involved with the bike was Barry. And no description of Suzanne and what she was wearing because of what they found and all signs are leading back to the expert tracker slash firefighter slash hunter slash landscaper slash bobcat lover. Let's have a chit chat below and let me know what your thoughts are. Things are starting to come together and it's only a matter of time. It's not if, it's when. So let's have a chit chat below. Please like this if you haven't done so already. Please share and please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.